Okay, welcome to episode two of Bridges, Maps and Medicine podcast. My name is Nick Sun. I am your host. A little bit about myself, you don't know who I am. I was a stand-up comedian for 13 years in a previous life. And then I did heaps of plant medicine and I had a spiritual awakening slash psychotic break. It's a fine line sometimes. And I've been on the healing path ever since. Uh, whatever you want to call that. But basically, I've decided to do this podcast because I'm meeting so many interesting people on my journeys that have so many interesting insights and information and knowledge and teachings to share with the world. I just thought, hey, let's spread this shit around because uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, the world's pretty fucking fucked up right now. Uh, You know, we're in this transitional phase, as some people call it. Other people say uh, the precipice of irreversible crisis. I don't know. I'm not a psychic. But anyway, let's just say that I'm meeting a lot of teachers and wise people who have a lot to share about uh, how to cope with these times. And I just thought, hey, let's just share this around a bit because I know for myself, I'm finding it very useful what I'm what I'm learning from these various people that I'm meeting. Um, So, yeah, uh, lots of teachers around right now. Let's find out what they have to say. Um, That's exactly why I'm in Chiang Mai now, technically one hour north of Chiang Mai in Thailand, doing a two and a bit month Muay Thai intensive at the grand age of 40. So yes, I accept that this could be a midlife crisis, um, but really I don't believe in midlife crises. I think life is actually just one long crisis with little islands of relief where you think you know what the fuck is going on and then you get the rug pulled under your feet and you're like, oh, that's right, I don't know shit. Uh, The only difference is like now you're middle-aged so you don't have the youthful life force to avoid and, uh, you know, disassociate from life because you can't drink every night now because you're 40 and so instead you go to Thailand and you fucking kick punching bags for hours on end, screaming about your childhood, as I am doing. So, uh, you know, I recommend it. I'm learning so much on this uh, course, and I met this amazing uh, teacher, Pedro Solana of Muay Thai Sangha. Uh, Pedro is an incredible uh, Muay Thai and martial arts teacher, a spiritual warrior, and also he just doesn't teach martial arts. He teaches, like many things, yoga, meditation, how to just generally be a good person. He's actually teaching me how to be a man on some level, which I've, you know, helps in these times of, uh, you know, wishy-washy masculinity crisis times and also the art of fighting, you know, which, which to me has been a bit of a breakthrough for me because I've never actually been in a proper fight aside from, pushy shoving matches in rugby back in high school. So, yeah, you know, I never knew how healing it would be learning how to hurt people in the most effective way possible. Well, you know, it, it's not like that. It's actually how to how to defend yourself and how, how to actually be relaxed in a conflict situation. So really, Pedro's taught me that fighting is just another form of meditation. And, uh, you know, the catchphrase that they're always yelling at me is, Nick, you got to just relax. 
which, you know, is a bit of a struggle sometimes when people are throwing knees, elbows, kicks, and fists at my face constantly. But I tell you what, it gets me out of my mind because, uh, you know, as soon as you start thinking, what's that uh, Mike Tyson quote? Everyone has a plan and then you get punched in the mouth. So I've learned a lot about how to be in the body and how to be in the present moment when you're in a conflict situation such as sparring match with these hardened Muay Thai warriors who feel like they're made out of planks of wood. Uh, so yeah, for a dirty hippie like myself, it's been a bit of a breakthrough. So please sit back, enjoy this insightful interview with crew, which means teacher in Thai, crew Pedro Solana. Today we have Pedro Solana, who is an amazing Muay Thai fighter and teacher and spiritual teacher as well. And um, I guess we're just going to have a free-flowing chat, really. I have a few questions I want to ask you. I guess where I want to start off is like, how did you fall into the path of Muay Thai or the spiritual sort of warrior path? Um, among the different things, mainly was because fear. Ah, when I grew up, I have many um, people that w were bullying oh, okay. in school, and so I, I decided to to enter into the martial arts because I wanted to defend myself. How old were you then? Uh, at that time, I was uh, seventeen. I started the martial arts uh, when I was eight with judo, but. When um, I was fighting with two people, I cannot defend myself. So I decided to change and go to the striking uh, styles of fighting. Mm -hmm. Then I learned. And because of that, I was able to, to defend myself. Later on, um, I, saw, I, I met people in the same condition, with fears, with certain problems. Um, so I decided to, to teach them and then my new, mm. my profession came, mm. just to be able to help others through the path of martial arts. I decide, um, I, uh, decide to use Muay Thai because it was the most powerful style that I found. It was very brutal. So I believe that, uh, we need to learn to the end real power and real aggression to be able to um, to meet an art that teaches when someone come to us mm -hmm. to hurt us fully then we are familiar with that type of full aggression is why I choose the Muay Thai as the standing up um, fighting so Mm, okay. And um, so that is actually what I wanted to talk to you about. Like, what do you feel martial arts have taught you about fear and how to how to work with fear and how has it helped you overcome overcome that sort of stuff? Um, confidence. It gives you the confidence and it gives you the tools when you have a very rough situation. You can keep calm and you have the right skills to be able to defend yourself because when we train in Muay Thai we are uh, hitting each other so you learn how to not be angry 
and also how not to be fear. You learn how to control your emotions through self-awareness. Mm. So I remember you telling us about how you see fighting as a meditation. Because I found that from my experiences uh, at your Muay Thai Sangha, your retreat, sometimes it's very hard to be relaxed when people are punching you in the head. <laughs> so yeah. how, how did you learn to sort of get into that zone of relaxation when like was the losing the fear a gradual thing or was it a the main point i will say was the meditation uh, to be able to recognize the feelings that you are having at that time and to be able to see them understand them the more that you look at them mm. the more you understand them the more your consciousness becomes stronger and then when you do a sparring, when the feeling comes to you, fear or anger, whatever is the feeling, then you can recognize while you fighting. It's like a, you make a division of the attention. Witness sort of meditation. Yes. Like okay. you're witnessing what is happening within you while you're punching and kicking. It's like a two things at the same time. So then you come to realize uh, through different uh, training sessions while you're observing, you realize things. So this is not me. This is an emotion that happens because uh, certain reasons. And while you're learning more and more in these training sessions, you become, you start to be deeper, to understand deeper why you have those emotions. As many times <clears throat> we have a trauma because family, because friends, the way that you grow up, culture. Personally, I also believe because karma, I believe in karma. Maybe if you carry on some karma from the past. So the more that you turn on this awareness while you do an sparring, then the more clearly you can see what is happening within you. I've found that this subject for me is fascinating and that is what um, is why I keep training martial arts because the most the more that I go further into the training more years I discover more things about what is within mm. so when did the meditation come into your Muay Thai practice was that like a when did you learn to sort of because I found it very unique the way that you run your retreat is it's like a fusion of both practical Muay Thai fighting and then also a very deep sort of spiritual practice of meditation. And when did that start coming to, together? The spiritual was before of martial arts. Okay. I recognize spiritual much earlier than martial arts in my life. Since I born, I'm very interested in, in these sort of things. Mm. But when I met the the fear, the the situations that I didn't feel good, uh, I put the meditation, not the meditation, the spiritual, the philosophy on the side, and I went in to learn how to fight in. And it was later on when I was able to see that the meditation and the certain practices, mm. energetic practices, awareness, etc. can help you into fighting. Mm -hmm. So it was like a first was the spiritual 
after the martial arts and after by itself, they just combine together. Mm. Actually, I don't enjoy to hit or punch anyone. I I really don't. I don't like. Mm. But I was, because my situation, I was forced to do it. Yeah. To learn it. And this was in Spain, was this it? This was in Spain, Where yes. you grew up, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I saw that some people have the same issues while I'm advanced a little bit. When I trained for a while, yep. and then I say, wow, this maybe I can help others in the same way. Mm. And then it's what it triggers me. At this point, um, uh, Nick, at this time, I... I don't have any interest of in martial arts anymore. Okay. At least the martial arts of striking, I lost completely my interest. Oh, was there a moment when that happened? Uh, it has been uh, a progression. Okay. Because, like I said, meditation every day, and you can realize things, you feel things, you come to feel your heart, yep. what is within and uh, what if what you do is align it with what you are f going mm -hmm. or where you want to go in the way that you want to go but the only reason is I keep doing it one because it's a little bit for develop my health yeah another one is because there is a lot of darkness and a lot of people goes to martial arts and then if they don't get light they don't gain if they don't gain certain knowledge they completely they become completely dark oh you mean they use martial arts and for the, for the dark reasons yes and uh, the martial arts if if there is no light you just continue hitting hitting and you think it's okay and then it's okay it's okay and finally if if, if there is no one to say it, hey yeah every action has consequences and yeah, yeah. you will grow is what you will have yeah so you keep acting that way then so i felt that it was my small grain a small token for mm. in my life to to share with others uh this kind of concepts in this brutal martial arts because muay thai is really brutal it's an it's, yeah. it's an art yeah this is brutal it is yeah so, i'm yeah definitely <laughs> so I felt that uh, if I sacrifice, you know, like many of the things towards helping others is, I think is Bounces the karma. It's good. Yes, bounce the karma. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Well, you know, um, I am curious though, is, have you, do you feel fear much anymore, like in certain situations or is it still there or like? Is the emotions, the emotions sometimes come. Yeah. The emotions sometimes come, whatever emotion, anger, fear, whatever. The good about the practice is that you learn how to deal with it, how to work with it, how canalize or how to deal mm. with it. So it doesn't affect you. Yep. Okay. Yeah, they are still there. They are still there. We are humans. We have a five elements, body. So we have a mind. So everything is running through programs. The body has programs. You eat, the digestion is done without thinking, yeah. etc. So the the emotions rise within yeah. ourselves, but 
through the awareness, you are able to deal with them a little bit better. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a useful thing, uh, especially right now. I feel like I've never been attracted to martial arts, but then recently with where the world's going, I suddenly had this calling to like to learn self-defense at the age of 40. <laughs> and I'd, I feel like in the spiritual sort of world that I've been inhabiting for the last seven years, there's a lot of emphasis on the love and light part. But then I feel like if there's too much emphasis on that, then you don't have enough skills or resilience to then resist difficult situations and, and maybe dark forces, if you want to call them that. Have you found there's like a, you know, we've encountered like, you know, obviously aggressive people in the world. Have you also encountered like dark spiritual forces and how has your martial arts practice and sort of helped with that? Does that make sense? You mean in myself or in Oh yeah, just from your experience. Yes, 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 yes. Certain, uh, certain knowledge and certain practices diminish or um, retain the darkness from coming in. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it helps you to, in a way, protect you to... Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want what I said. It sounds that they are two different things, separate things. They are is the same. Within light is dark. Within dark there is light. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's, we are a mix of, of both. But for sure, in the direction that you are moving and the actions that you're taking... Uh, it will lead you to different, to a certain result. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and that is uh, important to understand. So, uh, if you, for an instance, you have an intention to go towards certain objective. Yep. Then, you will receive things, lessons, mm. and you will enter in the energy in relation with the goal that you put. If you have no goal, which is many people also have no goal, then whatever is around, they will come. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you have any goals at all? Uh, yes, I have one goal. It's um, become the best I can be uh, in every day, in every moment. Okay. Improve the vibration um, how it's called uh, inner alchemy yep and uh, doing it this is the first one and the second is using uh, the nature and balance keeping balance within myself using the five elements yep so that is the the vehicle that okay. I use nature and the five elements to reach uh spiritual development yeah while having balance and having a, a healthy body yeah, as much yeah. as I can and uh, yeah my actions and thoughts and speech I try to align them towards that to improving yeah improving yeah. improving in and out no use in no use the spirit also life sharing with others like I said it's the balance is for me is uh, I, I think it's one of the most important um, concepts that I try to moderation the middle way 
not too much, not too little. Because I, I feel like, at least for myself, I see imbalances in, in terms of the elements. Like um, how if you see someone and, and say they have like excessive air or excessive water or not enough fire, like how would you go about sort of balancing? The first thing I would say before going to this a very specific um, area, I would say I come again to the point of meditation. We should be able to learn about ourselves, who we are and what we have. Uh, of course, it requires a little bit of a study to understand the elements, what are the main uh, the main features of each element in the food, in the body type, in the personality. And then um, only through that you will be able to understand what lack of which element you are lacking, pretty much. So, for instance, for the fire, a person very aggressive, they like to eat uh, meat and uh, very strong. So, Sometimes the fire is very useful to do certain things, but also it can be uh, not very good for others, for relations, for patients. So understanding yourself, it will lead you to which element you are lacking and which element you uh, have already a strong, you know, develop. And then... The way of balancing, I will say, it, food, awareness, and uh, certain actions, like which most of the time goes against of what you like. Okay. <laughs> That's and fair enough. Against of what you like, and that you know that is good for you. Hmm. I think that's what's brought me to do Muay Thai. Yes. <laughs> this is definitely not. And, and also, uh, you need to have discipline. Mm. If without the discipline, it's very difficult because you, you jump and you fail all the time because you, can, you don't have a continuation of your actions and direction. So, yeah, it's uh, the commitment. It's, mm. You need to have commitment. If we do so many things in one time, uh, too Nothing many things, then, then, then we become deluded. We just go here and there and finally. At the same time, it's okay because when we are starting our journey, mm. spiritual journey, it's okay to try different things and to learn different things. But if you find something that is working for you, stay with it mm. and take the sacrifices that you need to take. If you don't, then obviously you will advance more slow. No, I, 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 yeah, I can relate to that. It's like if you're going in too many directions, you don't make any progress. And also you've got all these conflicting, confusing um, models or modes of knowledge. Yes. And they don't necessarily uh, interact with each other very well. So, it, yeah, I've definitely seen that. Um, the other path that I wanted to ask you about was you were telling me about how you you went all the way back to the roots of Muay Thai and you traced it back to the, the hermit path or the Mahasiddha path, uh, which I found very fascinating to explore through you. 
So, would you like to tell us a bit about the the spiritual roots of Muay Thai and? Uh, what I'm going to share with you is my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not claiming that I know the truth. I'm just my personal experiences. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I cannot say that Muay Thai goes comes from the hermit path, but what I can say the root of the Muay Thai, which was called different by different names, it is. I believe in relation to martial arts from India, which the martial arts from India are connected to the hermits, mm. the sages. Okay. So, and from there, through a period of evolution and fighting and traveling, etc., etc., then it came to form Muay Thai uh, and many other martial arts. That is, uh, is the, the most. I cannot compromise a lot with no, no, saying this coming yeah, from yeah. there, you know, because it's a people. Be, everyone is the, the, the martial arts of the country is the proud of the nation. Mm. So we cannot say that the martial arts come from somewhere else, from another place. Just, yeah, yeah. Use the roots, the roots of yoga and meditation, martial arts herbal medicine and a lot more things they descending from uh, mainly from India and from some parts of China Tibet Nepal because it's a huge mm. huge area and there is a lot of history that is hidden yeah the history has is shaped today it is not yeah I mean a lot of the stuff would have happened before India was even India, or China was even China, or Tibet was even Tibet anyway. So it's hard to really pinpoint it, I guess. And not just at this time, before of the glaciation, 12,000 years ago, the earth is, in, is different. Oh, okay. Well, it's a very long story. But, uh, <laughs> this is for another time. Yeah. Well, I am curious, though, because you seem quite um, connected, like channel. When I've been listening to you sometimes when you talk, it does seem to come from... Uh, and I'm just curious what your opinion is of the times that we're in, because I feel like things are very radically shifting very quickly. The old world that we used to know is 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 isn't kind of dead. And so where do you think we're heading and do you have any insights on, on how to navigate that? Uh, at this period of time, is humanity is having difficulties because certain reasons um, can you go into what those reasons are again I need to say this is my personal opinion yeah, of course yeah, because yeah. I don't want to anyone take it as uh, because my researches my research and mm. my studies and um, there is a conscious energy behind of what is happening mm-hmm. there is not um, accidental the direction that humanity is heading there is something behind that is making it that way okay yep I've, I've had similar <clears throat> so it doesn't matter what what is happening the matter is how we deal with what it come to us. Yeah. And the best approach that I can see 
is equanimity through silence and through stability physical emotional mental groundedness is stillness affecting whatever you hope the time will pass the time i believe it will pass this force this force this conscious force that is moving humanity towards one direction cannot compete with the universe cannot so eventually the vibration of the universe at the moment is rising yeah more and more and more but in a few more years it will be very high okay and you just we need to stay still we just need to let go the things that we need to let go so this vibration that is rising within the universe it will come through us mm. i almost feel like the, the this force you speak of is it's its last ditch attempt to try and shut push things down because it knows that something's rising up and that it will lose control yes um yes do you feel that this force is like part of ourselves or is it from something outside of us or you're not very sure it doesn't matter okay yeah yeah it really doesn't matter why the sun rises every day mm. it just rises right so i will say that whatever is happening one way or the other is going to help humanity to reach his best point mm -hmm. but before <laughs> we need to there's going to be some tests we need to go down <laughs> yeah eventually the humanity will rise eventually mm. this is my opinion we need to go to many trials and tribulations and many tests and perhaps not everyone will be able to in a sense of they choose in different direction mm. yeah no that that correlates with a lot of stuff i've been sort of hearing from various sources so it's very important that we stay still and we don't lose our inner self the message is the love and the not the love to say i love you like i love you no the vibration of love that is in the whole universe is a completely different feeling of when you love someone because you want to have that person you know if you have the the love when you love your girlfriend your father and your friends equally then you are in that vibration the animals and everything in the planet that is the vibration you are one with everything then that is the love if can be called love or can be called different things like unity meta yeah however however it's called so how do you find you can cultivate that vibration when you're in like adverse circumstances you know when when say someone is attacking you or you know there is a lot of aggression being directed at you actually in my opinion is you cannot cultivate there you need to cultivate before so mm. when it happens you're ready as much as you can be ready 
if it happens already, it's too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need to cultivate when you are calm. And you do it often. So when these uh, circumstances happen, then you will be able to apply the medicine, the awareness into that particular circumstance. Even sometimes you cannot succeed. You fall. You fall and then, oh my God. <laughs> but no problem. Every time that we fall, we are becoming better. Never lose the hope of connection within and connection with everything else. That no matter what happened, do not sell that for having this or having that. Then you will cruise, you will cruise through time and whatever is in the planet with, with the real gold, with the light within. Protect that. Even you lose everything. Everything else. Anyway, it's nothing ours. So we cannot lose. It's just an illusion that we is something belong to us. We cannot own land, house. We cannot even own our own body. How are we going to lose something that don't belongs to you? Protect within the light. That is, will carry you through all the circumstances and all the uh, scenarios in peace and calmness. And I wanted to ask you, like, are you having, like, spiritual experiences just spontaneously these days? Or, like, these insights when they come to you, is it from tests or, like, does that make any sense? <laughs> I'm trying to ask you. <laughs> Okay, let's change tact. I'm interested because from watching uh, some Muay Thai matches, how have you pro processed your ego? Like through wins and through losses, through empowerment? Like how do you... Because I found that from the brief sparring that I've done in this retreat, the biggest opponent, it's a cliche, but it is really myself. So like, do you have any insights on how to... I mean, defeat yourself is, is like, is bad language, but like, how do you get around yourself if you're constantly fighting yourself? From the beginning, I study the universal laws that affect us all. And one of the laws is impermanence. Everything is impermanent. It's just any in the physical, in the mind, it's impermanent. Appear, it stays for a while and gone. So, by meditating in, the, in that concept, eventually you will understand that winning or losing, it is just something created by the mind, first. And second, uh, when you win, when you lose, you need to watch those feelings. And when you watch those feelings, you can come to understanding why, how. You got to explore. And that exploration would lead you within to where is the root 
of your feelings. And if you compare those feelings with the spiritual scriptures of impermanence, you will understand illusion. Then when you see illusion, you look it into the eye and you will laugh. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of got to a point where you winning laugh. and losing was the same thing, really. It's the same. Yeah. There is no difference. Yeah. And can I ask you how many fights you ended up doing? Like it is you it is only your your thought. Okay. Of winning or losing or it is someone else. We are having an experience and the experience rise an emotion within us and how you deal with that. Okay. I have thirty fights. And so were you sort of were you sort of learning this through that process or did this come afterwards or Actually, this came after. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, only I experienced this in a sparring session, no in professional fighting. Okay. Can I ask you what you learned in the professional fightings? Because it was very intense situations that I was watching on the, on, on the Wednesday. In the professional fighting, I learned how to control the fear or the emotions, uh, how to endure more pain how to push the boundaries of your mind while you have pain or when you are tired how to build a strong discipline to don't give up in the moments of weakness how to build courage to face an opponent even when you are afraid those i will say are the things that they were developed, which is the base of what I'm doing now. If I didn't have that, that those experience, I, I will never find out how to deal with this. Even I was not fighting. Uh, I'm not fighting at this moment because I'm retired. But because those moments. It passed through the sparring sessions. I came to recognize that they were the same feelings in a less intensity, but the same. And it's when I start working with them until some of them resolve, some of them not yet. <laughs> Still work to go. Can you imagine? But I'm not in a hurry. Whenever it's happening, it happens, I'm just observing. Because if you go very hard with yourself, then you're creating another issue. If you don't care, you're creating another issue. So you need to be able to, one day at a time, observing constant without pressure, without pushing yourself hard, just with a smile. Letting go when it's time to let it go. And tomorrow, again. Or in the next opportunity, again, you do it again. Not take the things too serious. But also, don't take, don't let the things go completely. It's, again, it comes into balance. Action and no action. Wisdom is 
the skill to know when you need to take action and when you don't need to take action. And that wisdom comes from the experience through going through life and the awareness on to see what is happening. I'm curious to hear, how do you, do you have any like advice on how to remain grounded? Like when, I guess it comes back to meditation again, right? Just Yes. When um, you do meditation every day, there is a time when you practice that your mind becomes, I call it in the empty room. You just sit in there. No thought comes, nothing comes. You're just completely peaceful there, sitting. When the practitioner reaches uh, this stage, some parts of the mind activate. This emptiness activates certain parts of the mind that cannot be active while we're thinking. And the activation of certain parts of the brain through this awareness, that will lead you to different state of being it is not maybe it's not activation it is this disinhibited disinhibition it's like a the awareness is like a the mind feeds out of this yeah it's like uh, the creates a, a different wave of energy in the brain and that awakens many things in the body and when I wake, it's different things. You can live in a different way. Not because I want to, it's because you change. Naturally change. Because we're supposed to. We're born with that. We use people, I guess, never reach or never learn how to reach that point. But Every human has this. It's just we never reach it. For the reasons that I told you before, that there are certain energy behind that does not want to promote the spiritual rising of humanity. And we don't have access to much of this information. Mm. I feel like we used to, but then how, how long do you think this process is of the, of the sort of the darkening or this thing, this force trying to push, push this down? Do you have any theories on that? Uh, I prefer not to. That's okay. Yeah. Because it can be tomorrow. Yeah. It can be a hundred years. I, it's impossible to say it. Mm -hmm. But my approach is whatever comes, we deal with it mm -hmm. through awareness. The more we deal with it, the more has the opportunity to learn further. Because when everything changes, we are not going to have that opportunity to learn because everything is going to be different mm. you can not only learn you know to get the heat you put the friction if there is no friction there is no heat yeah 
So in some ways, you think maybe this is quickening the evolution on some level as well? 100%. Yeah, I think so. 100%. We need to endure the pain like a Muay Thai, but after when you fight the Muay Thai, you have pain and you control it and you have different fights. You learn to understand that the pain is part of the journey. Mm. So this part in the evolution, in the evolution of humanity is part of it. To be able to to separate the gold and the impurities, you need to put it very hot. Mm. And then the impurities separate. So it's the same. We need to let go a lot of things. So mm. the the spirit becomes more pure detached, more pure. And actually that's a really good uh side path i was curious what have you learned from pain because i do feel the path of muay thai is painful <laughs> i know it has been for me for the last couple of weeks so uh, for me the pain is i don't no one like the pain mm. no, no human i believe like the pain there are many different kinds of pain physical and mental even i would say the spiritual mm. Spiritual, I'm not sure, but physical and mental, they are. I know the spiritual pain. Yeah. It's a bit like the spiritual pain for me. It's like being separated from unity, from, from the source. Unity. Well, it's an yeah, illusion. Yeah, yeah. It's an illusion, guess, but, you know, it's, it's, there's a, still a pain that I, I used to have. And I've seen mm-hmm. people sometimes, you know. Yeah, I guess. Yes, yes. It can be. Um, the pain... It's a process, it's a mechanism in the brain that when it comes, it's not pleasant. So you can surrender to the pain. You can fight the pain. As you more surrender, you learn more. uh, You have more resistance to pain. If you fight with it, it will create too much and you you will have a lot of suffering. Mm. So the suffering is created by the resistance more than the actual sensation. Yes. Pain is pain. You take it until the body cannot take it anymore. But the suffering of fighting is... is... Mental. The condition that we... the way that we deal with the pain. Mm. No one likes the pain, but... Also, I would like to share that the amount of pain that we can take, it is very different of what we think we can take. Okay. <laughs> can, you, can you give us an example from your, from your life where you learned that? Uh, yeah. When I'm teaching, even in myself, when I'm teaching others, sometimes I kick one guy in the leg a little bit and he dropped in the floor in tremendous pain. Six months after of training, because the training is really hard, I kicked him 20 times. He looked to me and he smiled. Mm-hmm. Using six months. Mm-hmm. So the same amount of pain that the mind can take to one trained fighter and one untrained fighter is completely different. Mm-hmm. You can take a lot, much pain. 
it means that the mind can be retrained mm. to move further the tolerance. And that is a very important skill to have because, as you know, in life, not everything is a, a path of roses. <laughs> we have a lot of things that create us a lot of pain. But your ability, your patience, and your uh, tolerance to receive the pain or to lose the patience and completely came, come out of balance. Mm. That is a very important key to what you are going to do. Yeah, I, I feel that's really relevant because I feel like we've had it so easy on some ways that our pain threshold is very low now. As yes. soon as we're not comfortable, as soon as the air conditioning doesn't work, we everyone just freaks out and loses their shit. And so I feel like where we're at as a species, or at least in the in the West, in the modern West, we have people who are very sensitive and maybe have very great sensitivity but not much resilience. Yes. Yes. And correct, correct. I feel the times where we're heading into now is gonna require far more resilience. Um, I, I, I think so. I think so. So basically I guess everyone should learn Muay Thai then. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that it's good to build sensitivity within and resilient outside. Yeah, because the other direction is sometimes you meet people who are too resilient and they they don't feel anything. They're just numb. Correct. So how do you find a balance between um, resilience and sensitivity? Different activities. Okay. is that That's the inner and outer practices then, right? So you do the meditation on one hand and then the outer more time. Hard. Yes. Hard also, courage to, to make your point when you need to cry, to cry, when mm. you need to say I love you, when you need to say it, express something beautiful out mm. of you, the feminine, soft, beautiful part to come out of you and express it without fear. Mm-hmm. So you need to have the courage. And when you need to face something that is really hard, you have the strength and the patience to mm. do it. So we must uh, try to de- develop both. Mm. Because many people that not feel nothing, they don't want to express any of their emotions. And some people that are very sensitive, very in touch with their emotions, in the moment one mosquito bite, they... It's the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> so you need to be aware of both sides, develop the strength and also develop the softness. Mm. That's that's really... So different activities. Uh, how would you develop courage? Is that just courage. personally just going through adversity and tests? I will say it is... Two things come in mind. One is to accept whatever happened and detach. I will say it, but there is something that perhaps there will not many people be agree with. My courage came by thinking in God. By thinking in God? Yes. Like believing in God or... Or having faith in God? By 
having faith in God. Mm. God in a way of the universe. Mm. Like, whatever happens, as long you aim good and you don't want to harm others, mm. whatever happened to you, you're okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever, even the death comes. Yeah. So that kind of faith, it will build the courage. You have the inner courage to go through whatever. Because my belief is that our body die, our light does not die. Mm-hmm. So we come in, we have an experience, we go. Mm-hmm. While we here, as long as you protect that light, whatever happens is happens. Mm-hmm. I always say to myself that when I die, I really hope that I will laugh. And I will say, did I do my best to treat myself and others? If I say yes, I will laugh. And I'm striving and looking for that. Mm. To do my best every day. Whatever the destiny brought, whatever happens, the circumstances, it doesn't matter. For me, that's the courage that mm-hmm. passed through life with that power within the soul, in the spirit. That, that doesn't make me free of suffering. That doesn't make me free of pain. That doesn't make me free of becoming angry or sad or worried. It's just be under those feelings. Mm-hmm. It is that power. That is what I call courage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you have that courage, that faith, whatever action you make, it will be very different that if you don't have it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Just put it that way. No, I believe. I guess um, it seems like there's a lot of fear in the world right now. <clears throat> and also what I wanted to talk about was like you were saying this thing the other day which really struck me about how no matter what fighting you're doing, if you're in the ring or if you're fighting someone in the street or if you're fighting your spouse or you're fighting even just arguing with someone on, on the phone line, it's the same thing. And so I made me really think because a lot of people, including myself, we're very conflict adverse. We don't want to be in conflict. But what I'm learning here is like how to be in conflict. And I'm just curious to hear from you what you've, what you've learned from your path as in how to, how to remain in conflict, like in a, in a way that is sort of. I, I will say that we learn how to be in conflict. So we don't need to be in conflict. Mm-hmm. It means that we learn conflict, but we choose not to be in conflict. But if what we choose is different of what is happening to us, that we enter in a conflict without knowing, we are ready for it. Mm. So, certainly I don't want to live in conflict. But I train myself every day to be in conflict. Mm -hmm. Because conflict rises. One or don't want it. Sometimes rises. Without we cannot do anything. That's it. Yeah. So, we strive for peace. Yeah. 
but we're ready for battle. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that kind of loops back to what I'm not sure if we 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 covered that, but like. Um. I think we already talked about that. <laughs> it was just about how to resolve the inner conflict, you know, the inner fight or the inner battle. The inner, the inner battle. Like for you, I cannot I've, resolve. Okay. We cannot resolve the inner battle, but what we can do is our approach of the because the the inner battle rises mm -hmm. naturally rise. The in the wall is peace and conflict. Mm -hmm. So sometimes peace, sometimes conflict rises in life. We cannot stop that. But we can add. Mm -hmm. We can, our approach, when the conflict rises, how we can deal with it. That mm -hmm. is what I will... Uh, we cannot stop the conflict. We cannot stop other people from calling you something or being angry with mm -hmm. you. It's just when it strikes, strike you. Mm -hmm. It's how you deal. Yeah, we cannot change the world without changing ourselves. To change the world, we need to change ourselves. When we change ourselves, everything is changing. Thank you very much, Pedro. Thank I you think so we, much. Thank you. There were some real beautiful pearls of wisdom there. So I'm looking forward to listening back to it. I, I hope it's uh, useful for someone out there. That I'm can sure hear. it will be. Yeah. And uh, if he wants to come in training with us, it will be a pleasure. Any person that is looking through self-development, through martial arts, this is a good place for them. I can definitely second that. As someone who's had zero experience in Muay Thai or any martial arts, aside from like Taekwondo when I was eight, um, I'm learning so much more than just or even, physical or, defense. Or even with a lot of experience. Mm. A lot of people have a lot of experience, but they don't know where to go. They reach the, the back alley is blocked. Yeah. And then now what? Because I met many fighters that they have a great skills, but they feel that it's a disconnection with them. Also, there is an opportunity for everyone with or without. Yeah. Yeah. I a spiritual background or martial background. Yeah. It's all welcome. It's definitely a very interesting mix of people here. Like you've, yes. got, you've got the hardcore <laughs> fighters and Pedro does train Muay Thai fighters to compete. And then you've got hippies like me. <laughs> We're like, I need to learn how to fight or something. <laughs> so it's just the soul. The soul it has. Yeah. Not... Well, you have everything. A bit of everything for everyone. It, yes. You do the inner and you do the outer as well. So that's why I definitely recommend anyone who's interested to come to Chiang Mai and train with Pedro because Most welcome. you will Most learn welcome. a lot on multiple levels without a doubt thank you for the opportunity to make the the podcast and uh, pass on the the words because i really believe we are one and any word that can help others is making himself better is making myself better is making the world better so thank you so much for the opportunity it's a pleasure <laughs> thank you om namah shivaya thank you om namah shivaya Okay, so uh, that was the end of that interview with Pedro Solana. Um, okay, there's moments where it was slightly awkward. 
I admit it, but uh, you know, I'm getting better at this. This is a new role that I'm sliding into, and so you got to just bear with me here. Um, what I will say is that I highly recommend seeking Pedro out and learning off the dude. He's a great teacher, an all-round, uh, you know, role model, I guess, in a way. He walks the talk, you know, he's very direct. Um, he'll call you out if you, if you need calling out. And uh, he's just a general breath of fresh air. And not only that, he teaches everyone at all skill levels. So don't feel like you can't do this because, you know, you have no experience in martial arts. I mean, you know, if I can do it, you can do it, you know? So there's no excuse really. And I have to say like the five weeks that I've been here, I've improved a lot from when I first got here to where I'm at now. I'm not saying that I'm ready to go into the ring to fight for the uh, championships. But I do know that, uh, you know, if I'm in a street fight, um, God forbid, and I'm forced to defend myself, um, I'll be better off now than I was five weeks ago. Um, you know, I, I don't want to be overconfident and say that I'll smash the guy because I don't know what skill level this imaginary attacker is. But I'm, I'm, I'm more confident than I am now than when I was five weeks ago when, when uh, you know, I was like, oh, you don't know what, what to do in a fight, you know? Now I actually know how to punch. You know, it's getting better. So, um, yeah, and also I want to say that he teaches all skill levels. So if you are actually a very experienced martial arts warrior, man or woman, crew will take your skills to a high level and also teach you esoteric aspects of, of the art. Listening to him talk about the five element system woven into martial arts and also the spiritual aspect of the warrior path has been super enlightening a lot of wisdom comes out of him at inopportune moments when you least expect it so yeah come along to muay thai sangha in maitang that's one hour north of chiang mai it's a really wonderful place it's a community you know and i'm meeting so many cool and interesting people here everyone has a cool story of how they ended up here and uh you know doesn't matter who you are you know there's dirty hippies like me and hardcore warrior people and we all get along you know also, I just want to say that it's super reasonably priced. Like, Pedro's one of the rare people who's not in this game to, like, make money and become an Instagram dude with a man bun and shit. So, seek him out, moitaisanger.com, or you can email him at crewpedrosolana, that's K-R-U-P-E-D-R-O-S-O-L-A-N-A at gmail.com. And, um... Yeah, I recommend doing minimum two weeks to a month. But, you know, to be honest, I wish I was kind of doing about three months here because I'm already getting so much out of doing two months. I'm probably the fittest I've been since high school. And uh, yeah, I also wanted to say, like I addressed in the beginning, um, out of all the plant medicine I've done and all the therapies and modalities that I've sampled, I never realized how deeply healing it would be just to kick the fuck out of a punching bag while screaming a lot. Like that, I'm really clearing some serious shit through this practice. So yeah, can't recommend that highly enough. So click, like, share this, subscribe, send it all around to your friends who you think would enjoy it. And uh, if you want to support me, I've got a website, www.nicksun.com.au. I've also got a plant medicine blog that I was writing uh, over the last few years when I was down the plant medicine path. Uh, lots of crazy ravings on that. And also, if you want to support this podcast for $2 a month, well, you can give more if you want. I just don't want to sound desperate. 
you know, but I do, I do, I would like to pay my amazingly handsome producer, Dan McHugh, more than what I already am. So, yeah, if you want to do that, um, help Dan out. He's, he's got a child to support. Um, he's struggling. His wife is on the precipice of leaving him for a wealthier man. So, yeah, please just give me money so I can pay Dan so his life doesn't fall apart. Otherwise, it's, it's all your fault. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. So, thanks for listening. Peace out. I'll be recording more of these in the upcoming months. So, take care and uh, do whatever you want to do. Uh, within reason. Job bless. bless, bless, bless.